0: Yeah. Of oh. expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping. Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning. Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog. Welcome, Welcome to the Wolf and Owl Inside Your Face. Tom, let's get this straight Sweet, out. Let's get this out of the way straight yeah. off the bat. Last episode, I'd say, might have been our least popular episode yet really I'm just being honest I'm just yeah the beeps infuriated people in fact the swan has chosen the emails but I did I do look at the emails I can't imagine she would have chosen this one Uh, let me just find this JT you need to delete my looking for it maybe just put a long beep over it yeah hold on
1: It was a quiet time while I was waiting for Ramesh to find an email. He scrolled through his phone and he smiled ever so Why can't slightly, I find this? Really? His fingers trembled across an email, but it wasn't the one he was thinking about. Okay. It was one asking whether someone could give some advice about a relationship that had become
0: quite cruddy. Do you know what? I think the Swan might have deleted this for my mental health. Well, oh, okay. Well, so well, I can you give you the I can give you the gist. I'll give you the gist of it. But yeah, I won't look so for on. it. So, basically, uh, somebody got in touch. I won't name them, and they said, "I'm a big fan of the podcast, but what you did last week was one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever listened to." Wow. The bleeping was infuriating. Try and then the the, the subject of the email was try harder. Wow. So wow. I look. I I just. Yeah, I, I mean, that's... <laughs> I don't, first of all, what I would say is, don't get Aggie, okay? No, okay? No, I'm not going to get Aggie. Like, I was just to say you, that you're, uh, the bleeping just, I saw, thing... I saw the wolf bear his teeth there. No, no, can I say
1: that, number one, the bleeping thing I do think was a bit insane, but we were so committed to it and it would have been even more fucking insane to release it. Let tell be where exactly we're going to be yeah. and the date we're going to be there right that would be well I mean it's,
0: a, it's an argument It's it's there's an argument it would have been inside to there's another argument that do we think we're fucking Harry Styles and that a load of people are going to turn up to where we decide to meet
1: I think if we'd have allowed if we'd have put it out at least a few people would have been there my point being okay I actually agree with this person and when they say try harder I don't really because we're neither of us are in the position of like this has never been a fucking podcast so I can't be a fan of the podcast because we've never tried hard. It it's so this is this about This is
0: what I'm, to, this is what I'm yeah, talking. But about.
1: it's a conversation. Wait, I said right? to you
0: not to get aggy, and now you're starting to. I can see you I'm, getting a I'm
1: little not, bit. Well, I'm I'm trying to not get aggy. But my point being, right, yeah. the point of this podcast is we just chat shit. There's mm. never been a point of this where we've In got. Which we try. Right, but yeah no because it uh, for me no podcast should try every podcast i like is, two, is people converse, like a conversation yeah every podcast i've gone on that i've enjoyed is a conversation that's yeah. what put, if we were here right now and i'd go romesh here he is hello buddy how are you now you've got an interesting story about snakes today uh it would be insane wouldn't it if that would be trying yeah. hard
0: no, you're right. And it's better for us to sort of go, oh, I don't think we're going to got anything this week. <laughs> and then we sort of talk for an hour, and at the end of it, we go, that was shit, wasn't it? That's going to go down in history as one of the shittest episodes ever. And the one week that we deliver a shit episode but don't reference it, turns out we've been called out for it. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, no, no.
1: and everyone's, everyone's got an opinion. That's fine. I like, mm. Do I think it's the worst episode we put out? No. If no. I was honest with you. No. And that's I think not the BP r-
0: yeah, that's not a compliment to the last week's episode, by the way. That's more of an indictment of everything else we've put out. Yeah,
1: but, but my point being apart from the beeping, I actually quite enjoyed that episode. I thought it was some very like beautiful conversation. Well I think Two you might
0: pe- have been I think you might have been caught up in the joy of sort of the our get together actually happening because I've since been able to in the interim confirm that we are meeting at Beep on the beep. Yeah. So that's all going ahead. So that's, so that's exciting, very exciting. And obviously
1: yeah. now um, yeah, there's a pe- you're going to be people peep inside the curtain because I'm going to film the whole thing, which will be exciting. Um, yeah, like I've I really, well, the big one is I want to film your reaction when I see you. So, yeah, I want to try and get there before you.
0: Well, I mean, I, what I would say to you, Tom, is um, if you're hoping to uh, get an impressive reaction from me, I, I'll give you an example. I'm currently filming Avoidance, as you know, the director yeah. of which is a very good friend of mine. Ben Green, my sweet business ben. partner. Sweet ben, yeah. We first met on a show called Asian Provocateur. Yeah, um, wonderful one of the fr- show. Yeah, wonderful thing. show, should be celebrated. You've celebrating. never watched
1: no, it, you've never watched I it. love that show. Of course I've watched it. It's an incredible piece of work. You should be very mm-hmm. proud of it. Okay, well thanks. Anyway, so... I've watched one, one of, of the- the, your tra- travel logs, I think they're brilliant. I think genuinely, I, I don't think there's a travelogue that you've done that I've not immensely enjoyed. I genuinely do. Oh,
0: that's very it. sweet, that's very sweet of you. So... um I hate, I, hate for, I hate for the day that record gets broken. One day you just get on this here and you go, well, let's listen. Well, I haven't seen I lo- the new Bill Bailey one yet. But I've lo- I've, I've lo- I love the bones of you. But um, listen, that trip that you did last on, absolute stinker. Have you got any more trips uh, coming up? I've just recorded. I've just done a three-week trip. Have you? Where did you yeah. go? Oh, did you oh, yeah, fucking hell, yeah, I do I don't know if that. I'm allowed to say where I went. And I'm loath to say it and ask JT to bleep out other, after the shitstorm that we had off the last
1: yeah, week. Yeah, I was. think let's just try and avoid any bleeping yeah. in this. Well, let's yeah. just what, have a bit. What I
0: can confirm is I went to three different countries. I can wow. tell you that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there you go. I can't give cool. you any more information than that. So back to um, Ben Green. What's, what's, what's he done now? The oh, yeah. So I what happened? What? No, no. You know, you said to me you're hoping to film my reaction. Yeah. So, one of the first episodes of Asian Provocateur, I had to get a bus across the country, across Sri Lanka. Asian Provocateur wow. was in, Sh- I was about to say it's set in Sri Lanka. We were actually in Sri Lanka, it wasn't set there. So, wow. um, I and mean, then, so it's the first time I'd met, I'd worked with Ben. I didn't know him that well. And he said to me, So, we just want to capture you, like trying to get this bus, and we're just going to do it for real. You're trying to get this bus, right? So, I sort of run around this busy bus station. I managed to find the when bus. When you say run, were you sprinting or just no? I was. In? I was walking. I had my like full suitcase or whatever. So I was sort oh, of okay, walking so. at pace. I would say. Yeah. Managed to get on the bus, and then I said to Ben, bearing in mind I don't know Ben, so Ben knows now. Ben knows what he's got with me as an on-screen person, right? At that well, time, I just quickly really
1: would... to skip Ben's bio, just what he'd been working on before you. What is, was
0: he done? Idiot abroad. He's Idi- oh, wow. Idiot abroad. Well, he was the great man Carl
1: Pilkins. Actually, to be fair, Carl Pilkins, That's a fucking banging show.
0: Yeah, okay. I forgot that one. Yeah, okay. All right, mate. Fucking (laughs) hell. So, and then he said, I said to him, was that okay? And he said, "Um, yeah, um, it didn't really look like you were panicked at any time. And and that's what they were hoping for is for me to sort of be shitting myself. And the truth was, I was shitting myself. But unfortunately, unless I'm acting and I put it on, my face very rarely, you know, I wouldn't say, people don't say that I light up very often, I mean, you I like. Up. Well, I like it when I see you because you're one of my very favourite people in the entire planet. Yeah, yeah. I've, you know I love mean, that little but... grin that you do. It's like a, like it's like the Cheshire Cat out of, um, is it was it what's it? The Cheshire Cat in? Yeah, Alice in Wonderland. That's, That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah you got a bit. What did
0: you smile. get so arsy about it when I said it's what Alice in Wonderland? You got a bit. Of gro- no, no.
1: Right? no I, 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 do you know what I, I find? I like the Cheshire Cat. Find the rabbit a bit annoying in that one.
0: What it's weird know? because you seem to hate all the characters that have got the sort of the most yeah. similar energy well, to you. Yeah, could I? T- <laughs>
1: Can I just say, by the way, I've had a bit of a... I've had a lot of pictures of smiling hippos in the last seven days.
0: Yeah, I have too, actually. Quite a few people are, are pretty fucked off that you went in two-footed on the hippo. Yeah, you know what? And and
1: I'm... I've, I'm going to have to stand corrected. Like, a lot of people... There's been a lot of evidence of... One person actually works at a zoo, um, got in touch, reached out, um, and sent me a video of the hippos in an absolute way of the time. Um, and you know what? I was like... For everyone out there who thinks hippos are mundane, boring creatures, I wish that I wish that they just made a bit more of an effort. That's what I'm saying. Like
0: you were talking about yourself a week ago. <laughs> no, no, and, and also and on top of that, you haven't made an effort. You've had the video sent to you after you went in on no, it. No, 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 no. I mean the hippos. But, basically, hippo, hippos are the fucking new Mervyn no. Stutter. No, that's what I'm saying hippos. Just needlessly getting no, a fucking hippos,
1: from you. A lot of people have said, look, I, I, I understand where you're coming from because they can look quite mundane. But actually, peek behind the curtain. But I was like, "Look, mate, they're up against fucking some big, big characters here. So someone should be having a word with them, saying, bring, bring the fucking.' Because
0: once you actually see them having a laugh, they seem, like, yeah, fucking hell, They seem like good, good, good animals. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. You, you, you're right. We should get them. You know what? We should get them entertaining again. Back, getting back in the circuses and stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's what. That's what you're after, isn't it? Yeah, also, get by them by the way, fucking proving their worth. Do you know they're really dangerous as well? Because yes, uh, yeah, of course, right? yes, yeah, Tom. Stop delivering obvious information like it's a revelation. (laughs) Everybody knows hippos are fucking dangerous.
1: Yeah, yeah, but here's one for you. On Pablo Escobar's old estate, right, in Colombia. Yeah. I've been there, by the
0: way.
1: I know, yeah, I thought you'd off about that. Um, I'm
0: not showing off about it, I'm just saying I've been there. (laughs) No, but the way
1: you just went, I've been there, by the way. Yeah. No, Something just like, how...
0: No, okay, 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 God. let me just stop you there. How do you say it then? How do you say it, Mr. fucking cool, slick fucking prick? <laughs> how, do you say, how do you say it? I'd, sh- I'd have been more throwaway.
1: Basically, the way you did it was I was like, throwaway, bro. No, I was throwaway. Right I want to set a scenario right like, now. This is how you yeah. were, right? Like me and a couple of friends are talking at the bar... You're not even in our group. Why You're is it stay. always
0: at a fucking? I don't get. There's a bar. there. There's a bar. It's got a fucking. There's a talking pineapple. A giraffe turns up. Why is it always got to be some? Sur- just explain to me. I'm right. asking you. But and straight get, down the line, yeah. if it was your situation, if you were the one that had been to Columbia, how would you deliver it? Right, well, I'm going to show how you
1: did it first. want to okay. do it you first, right? This is what right, you did. I'm okay. in the part of my pals, right? We're chatting. And I go, oh, why? Why off.
0: are we in a bar? Why so can't we do just do build scenario, this podcast?
1: Yeah. The right. scenario's I,
0: here, mate. Right, I mean, I can, this right. Here's a
1: scenario, right? Okay, okay I'm going to rush. Oh, restaurant. my God. Oh, my <laughs> right. God. And I'm having some food. I'm eating a big old steak, right? Lovely bit of steak. Mm-hmm. Laughing and joking. I'm like, bloody hell, oh, i tell you something for nothing. I didn't know this. Hippos are quite dangerous, right? Uh, do you know that, that some of them uh, live on Pablo Escobar's old estate? And you'd be walking past on the way to the toilet, right? And the way you did it, you sort of almost leant in the middle of the table and going, uh-huh. I've been there.
0: Tom, we, we're in a, a, a two person conversation. All right. I'm 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 responding to you in conversation.
1: Right. I went, right. Well, I'd like to get a replay on it, actually, slow. Okay. I went, Oh, yeah. Papag- yeah so, yeah, they live on Pablo Papag- Escobar's estate. T- uh, oh, I've been here.
0: I didn't pull my fucking lapel like you did.
1: Well, what I was saying is it came across a little bit like...
0: Oh, how would you... No, but what I'm asking is... How you, do would it, you, you do it. Like, um, all right, OK. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I don't know if you're aware, hippos are like fucking dangerous animals. Like, we all knew that. And, OK, that's, not actually not, that's actually not that far from I did it? Um, and not, but here's one for you. They actually... They lived on uh, Pablo Escobar's Old Estate in Colombia.
1: Uh, oh, actually, uh, I don't want to be presumptuous, but I've actually been there.
0: I've asked you to do it how you would do it. Is that how you would do it? I don't mean yeah. presumptuous. Uh, what you displayed there is first of all you can't do it any differently to our do it and second of all you don't understand what the word presumptuous means. <laughs> but anyway, go on. So what did they do on Pablo Escobar's estate? So they all cocained up, right? The hippos? So,
1: yeah, they, they all the cocaine that was left at Escobar's they basically ended up fucking like snorting mm. and they've become like fucking violent so no one else can ever live on that estate now. Even though it's not one of the most beautiful houses. Well, how, long this, how
0: long is how long has this high lasted for? They're not still fucking off their tits now, are they?
1: No, but they now like they're they're so much cocaine, even they're like babies and their fucking kin have like, it's passed down for generations. Like From so generation a...
0: to generation, every hippo born in that area is a cocaine addict. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. born
1: on that estate has got yeah. no not cocaine, but they've got like fucking quite like serious sort of like aggressive tendencies because of the cocaine and sort of like what happened when there was only a little bit of cocaine left it was like quite a lot of sort of fights between the hippos and the
0: yeah. I'm assuming that's all over and done with now I mean yes, it's over and done like, with but a lot of there's a lot of sort of frailties and there's a lot
1: of aggression that was shown and that genuinely is passed down so like some of the baby hippos are sort of quite aggressive I, I,
0: I think it? what's happened here is you've talked for a minute only the 10 first 10 seconds of which was based on any kind of fact the rest of it's been wild speculation mate I've read about this it's
1: like insane like it's crazy like this, you honestly read about it. cocaine adult, hippo, uh, adult
0: hippos. Cocaine yeah. adult hippos.
1: Yep. Let's
0: have a look. Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos. The offspring of hippos, once owned by Colombian drug drug kingpin, Pablo Escobar, can be recognised as people or interested persons with legal rights following a federal court order. What the fuck is going on? Told you, mate. It's not because they're on cocaine, mate. It's just, it's just because they're like. They're not supposed to be in Colombia, and they're just—they're just multiplying rampantly. They're not all off their tits on coke. They were though, mate, for quite a long time. They still yeah, but they're co- not. But you're, the way you made—shall I say how you made it seem? You made it seem like a load of hippos got high on cocaine, and then that somehow genetically passed on to their offspring. No, and every the, single hippo that's mate,
1: passed a them, lot of the drug. The drug, like a lot of the a lot of the, um, hippo babies, were born with like drug problems. Like they had a yearning for cocaine, but they couldn't get hold of any. So that's, I don't know how true this bit is, but apparently some of them were like seen just walking through like the streets of, um, I don't know, American R or wherever it was in um, Colombia. Was it called? <laughs> Mercible. is it called Mercible? Mercible. Where, where are they? Med- Medellin. Medellin, that's it. Yeah. So yeah. they're just like, these hippos are just fucking like wide-eyed, just looking around for, seriously, man. It's I actually was like, that's a fucking film there, man. Like, that could be well, they've this, done uh,
0: Cocaine Bear, haven't
1: they? Yeah. yeah, I actually auditioned for a part in Cocaine Bear. What were you playing? Like one of the main drug. Like I auditioned firstly for one of the main drug runners, which is a quite oh. a big part. I yeah. uh, didn't get that part. Uh, I was told that my American accent wasn't good enough. Then there was a the smaller part that I auditioned for. Uh, they said my accent was good enough, but I wasn't a big enough name for the part. Uh, eventually, for the, for I the went, part
0: in in the film Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would have been good as The Bear. That would have been quite interesting. Who, who, was, who was in Cocaine Bear?
1: I had to go through the cast list.
0: Ray Liotta yeah. was in it, wasn't he? Ray Liotta was in Cocaine Bear?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure he was. Have you seen it? It's an amazing. The script no, was, was incredible. On. It's a really good film.
0: Okay. Anyway, look, you don't have to look it okay, up.
1: Okay, we have we got it? Yeah, Ray, Ray Liotta, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Kerry Russell. So,
0: that's Ice Cube's Cube son. Yeah. Ice Cube's son is in Cocaine Bear. Mate, it's a great. Have you not
1: said you'd love it? Oh, right. Okay. So uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family. Anyway, um I first read for that part and slowly the part, and in the end they said, Oh, actually, look, we have we're gonna offer you a part because you've read now for four different roles and you haven't got mm-hmm. them. We're gonna offer you the part as the ambulance uh, driver, right? Which the only role, the only line in that was literally I'm driving an ambulance, which sure I wouldn't have got the part because I don't drive, but it was literally me turning around to someone going, Oh my God, that bear's fucking
0: crazy, man. That's it. I actually quite like the way you delivered it to be honest with really. you. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then I get ripped out the back of the ambulance and eating. Yeah. 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 Someone else got that part of the, it was, yeah, quite heartbreaking so you watched watch it.
0: How were you able to watch? Cause I've, I've got down to the last two for a few big things. And then i found it almost impossible to watch them and enjoy them
1: yeah but i i don't know So, like i did the same with the many
0: saints of new york I watched
1: that i was up for a mm. run I, there's quite a few films i went for a spate of this is actually pathetic but i went for a state of reading for quite big movies in an american accent and getting none of them
0: mm.
1: it was like I, I reckon at least 50. jesus really at least 50 yeah, yeah auditions right. that i didn't get oh yeah
0: but i mean you're a okay. walker now aren't you? well yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. you're a movie star no, I'm not really. A movie you're star. you're in Paddington too. I yeah. mean, I'm talking I'm talking to a movie star. <laughs> well, I'm not taking the piss. I'm being sorry. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm proud
1: of you. I mean, you're- Thank you, Warren. I love you for that. I love you. I, I adore you as you are now. And uh, yeah, but I mean, to be fair, it's a mad world, isn't it? The, the film world. Mm. So yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on we fly, on we go. Who knows what?
0: Who knows what might happen?
1: Anyhow, anyhow, so Ben Green, yeah. you look, yeah, so go on. So,
0: yeah, the point, the point I'm trying to make is when you try and film me and my reaction when I turn up to beep on the beep, yeah. you are, I think you might be disappointed is what I'm saying. I but, think
1: there's enough I've got in me. Number one, I know that Gracie's going to be really excited to see you, so I think you'll light up then, and if you don't, you're a sociopath, right?
0: Well, longer- that's, a lot, that's a lot of pressure for my reaction to your child now, isn't it? Um, and then like I know myself because I'm going to just go
1: hey happy Christmas
0: okay please do not do that <laughs> why it's quite please do not, please Mate. please I'm begging you do not do that
1: <laughs> Mate, it would be so cute watching your face mm. and like and then and you tell the boys and this will be cool for them because they're at that age <laughs> high fives all around for the regular Nathan boys
0: okay they actually do like you for some fucking unknown reason. I should tell them that every week, I have to spend an hour being absolutely fucking two-footed by this guy. And you seem to like him.
1: No, but like, no, so oh, by the way, I spent a lovely evening with your brother in Kingsley. Oh, did you? Yeah, he was—he was ungrateful. He was very sweet. Uh,
0: do you think we're similar?
1: No, no, no. Okay, no, I don't think so at all. I think you are very different characters. Um. I think. Uh, I think there's.
0: We're, certain, so. we're voice twins aren't we
1: voice, voice yeah vocally sound very like mm. um but you're very different cats when it comes to sort of like your vibe um mm. both great company but for different reasons i'd say mm. yeah you know, okay. um your brother's not as ticklish as you are
0: why'd you do this <laughs> what i'm just saying
1: <laughs> um but yeah we had a lovely evening kingsley nando's as well we had up which is nice oh lovely good for you yeah um, well, where do you sit on um by the way with eating before a gig what what's your how i like, don't when I start?
0: really well i don't I, I won't i have to have a minimum of two and a half hours before i go on stage see
1: i was doing that and now i'm eating it's insane i go on stage at eight and i'm eating at like ten past seven yeah, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not the end of the world, is it, if that's... Yeah, but doing. like everyone...
0: If it's not affecting you, everyone's individual, aren't they?
1: Yeah, but then I worry that I don't. I run out of energy, but then I worry I get too tired. I mean, mate, I'm going to tell you... But by the way, this is what I mean. Going back to sort of last week's, I was showing off about my echinacea, and then I lost my echinacea. I've not been... I've still got this fucking cold. I just can't shake it.
0: Yeah, I don't it's think echinacea's insane. the answer to this. I don't think you've still got the cold because you lost your echinacea. Yeah, well, whatever reason. We're going to, like, I was, I was what other it, like, reason? What other reason? <laughs> yeah, but no, well, it's insane that I've had a cold now for nearly ten days. I think there's just a rough cold going around, mate. You just got exactly. I just can't shake this thing. Can I talk to you it? about? Can I talk to you about colds with relation to my job? Yeah, go. On. Because I had to do an on-screen kiss, which I sort of. Whoa! At. How was it? It's fine. It's like whatever, but like um, again, the, the very par- cool. And- no no what I would say is you've become
1: like the Ryan Cotling of British comedy
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) just
0: (laughs) yeah I could tell everybody's very excited on set to see what I throw down with what I would say is whenever you watch what I can say based on my limited experience of on screen intimacy is that whatever you see on screen is so far from the experience that the actors have oh it's horrible it's horrible it is it is absolutely first of all the paranoia about your breath, yeah, your the dryness of your lips, how you look, how you smell. Like- well, I see. Oh, the, none of that. Yeah,
1: the smell stuff maybe. The the my big thing is just the paranoia of you're in you're in front of a whole room of people staring, doing yeah. the jobs. Right, it's an awkward thing to kiss somebody anyway. That you sort of like you're not, yeah, it's just someone you're working with. In most other jobs, you don't, know, you know, you're not like an accountant. You go, "Oh, Phil, you're going to have to kiss Lizzie this afternoon." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't happen, does it? Do you know what it what happens
0: I mean? in some like sort of more underground accountancy firms, but <laughs> for the for the most part, it doesn't happen. Yeah, I don't uh, want really my
1: accountant really. to be French kissing Lizzie from a, like, no, the other office. No.
0: unless they're, uh, unless they're in a relationship, then fine. Yeah, but course, I, don't I, think mean, no, I don't want it, it done as part of like, I don't want it to be the way they celebrate finishing Sorry, the books for the year.
1: Was it how much of a embrace was it? Was it like a was it
0: like a sort of quick peck or was it a kiss kiss? It was, I would describe it as somewhere between a peck and a snog. So like well, a lingering kiss is how I would describe snogging it. Snogging sort of like, by the way, snogging just had, like completely had its day, didn't it? Like
1: you think when we were young, French kiss, like snogging was like, you, you had a kiss on the lips and then you went to a French kiss. Snogging was never really a thing.
0: Well, hold on, hold on. What's uh, But what
1: what is snogging then? Snogging's like a long kiss on your lips. That's what like... In, what's the bit down. where
0: you sort of your jaws going up and down you're really going for it what's that that's a french kiss that's a french kiss i thought french kisses when his tongues yeah yeah but that's where you, if your
1: jaw's going up and down and you've got your mouth open. you you can't you, you leave your up. tongue it's in your surreal, mouth you?
0: it's a real insight into our fucking kissing technique <laughs> so so but french kissing is can be also snogging are you telling me that snogging is when no, you snogging don't use... is this snogging is this well you're, you're, you're covering your face with your hand yeah my hands so, you like, have a person's mouth no, I know that, but I can't see what you're doing. Like nah, nah. That's, that's snog- snogging.
1: That's not snogging. It's a long, yeah,
0: it's a long... That is not like, snogging. Snogging is, yeah, like... That's not snogging. That is you, not you show snogging. me what you think snogging is. Like, snogging is... <laughs> not, mom,
1: that's not... That's not snogging. Because that's a French kiss but without a tongue. That's no tongue French kiss. Yeah, that's
0: snogging, isn't it? Hold on, let me have a look. I'm looking up snogging now. This podcast should just be listening in silence as Romish and Tom Google shit. I'm sure what you're doing is like a... snog. It's not an open-mouth kiss. A sexual kiss between two people who are holding each other. That's a snog. What you're yeah, but- talking about is a kiss. That's different. Yeah but no, but no, no Snogging no. is like when you like right. you really go. Just quickly, for it. right? Would you kiss your yeah.
1: mum like I just kissed my hand?
0: No. No, but no, I then wouldn't. it's not a then it's a it's not a kiss, is it? Right? I, I, that's not the fucking bar by which we're judging <laughs> what kissing is. Would you do it to your mum? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying now, you wouldn't do that to your mum, would you? No, but that doesn't make you a snug. That's I mean that... <laughs>
1: Right, no, I think kissing is okay to do to your mum and your family, right? You can yeah. kiss them. You can't like snog them. what I think you're talking about is an open mouth kiss. Yeah, right? that's what I meant. That's snogging. And then you go to another level, and that's a French yeah.
0: kiss. Yeah, but what I'm saying is everything. For every, I think anything open mouthed is snogging. That's what I'm saying to you. Well, closed mouth, f- closed mouth is just kissing. That's different.
1: Okay, okay. And here's one for even with your open mouth snog, right? I, yeah. do, I think that got bypassed for a lot of people because I think it went from kissing, foregoing to snogging to French kissing. Okay. Right. With, and there was like the, because I can never remember kissing someone without using the tongue, my tongue, like when it was a sort of.
0: <laughs> okay. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> so the kiss that you had, your on screen kiss, right? That was an open mouth kiss.
0: Mm, no, kind, of, no, not quite. No, sort of a lingering kind of. It was a romantic kiss, right? Just quickly, right?
1: Yeah. Would you have kissed your mum like it? No, <laughs> no. Not unless we both had a drink. So it was a like, yeah, it was a spicy kiss.
0: Yeah, spicy kiss. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. How many takes? Four, five. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, Benny boy was enjoying himself. No,
0: but hold on—you got you're doing. You know, there's the, the her single, my single. There's a wide. There's a two, two short. Two short. There's four. Yeah. And then there's one just for posterity. <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind having just
1: one more go. <laughs> just on the wide. <laughs> you don't have to roll on this if you don't want yeah, to.
0: We'll just call this a little rehearsal now, (laughs) would you, darling? (laughs) Anyway, I found the whole thing very embarrassing. Anyway, the point I was trying to make is actually, first of all, how often do you snog Catherine?
1: Uh, A couple of times a week, I think. Kind of a sort of little kiss, yeah, yeah, a little snog, yeah. yeah. But but
0: now I'm sort of unsure what that means because now I think you think anything from a peck is a snog.
1: Yeah, I think we're, we're quite tactile. We're like a little, like a little, I, I I like to sort of grab a little cheeky kiss here and there, or a little cheeky hmm. snog down again. Yeah. 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 At the moment, obviously, it's pretty much off because I'm literally just covered in snot and...
0: Well, that's the that's the point I was going to make, is that I've had to do this on-screen kiss while being sort of full of cold. So hold up. So the person, did Did
1: you ever chat with the person before? Because mm, I actually um... was on a job once and I wasn't involved in the kiss, but someone involved in the kiss had cooties. So Cooties? They,
0: yeah it's like how long ago was this are we in year 8 or year (laughs) 9 that's what they're called though cooties right what the fuck are you talking about they're called like the little bits what's called cooties herpes It's a cold herpes (laughs) the person you kissed had herpes no I no I
1: didn't kiss them but there was a kissing scene in this thing with somebody that
0: had herpes
1: well yeah or cooties yeah they call it cooties who calls the it
0: thing. cooties? I don't think herpes and cooties <laughs> is the same thing, mate.
1: Right, well look, let's say right. There's a long investigation, right? Because there was a kit everyone was coming together for the kissing scene. It was quite a big scene, we were all involved, um, in the scene, not the kiss. And yeah. then someone went, Oh, so and so's got cooties, so they're gonna have to like look, they can't they can't do the kiss because they can't pass on the cooties.
0: Right. Is Cooties the same thing as herpes? Is Cooties the same as the I don't think it is, mate.
1: I feel so sorry this? for people who've got cooties or herpes. Co- because once you've got it, you've got it for life, right?
0: Well, I know that's the truth of co- herpes. I'm not sure I know. What is cooties? What does cooties mean? It's a, it... <laughs> What does it mean? <laughs> cooties is a children's term for an imaginary germ. can be a nickname for head lice. oh so, wow! yeah
1: so <laughs> so so but this is insane because the word cooties was used so and everyone just took it as that i i think everyone on set took it that that was herpes was it a school
0: production no it was a it was a main like, and, 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 and an adult said oh we've got a kissing scene with two people that've got one of them's got cooties Someone came over and said,
1: "Oh look, the kid. That, you know, we might have to push this scene to another day because one of the characters has got cooties."
0: Cooties. <laughs> so
1: and everybody was, like, was
0: everybody was using the term cooties, and it was like,
1: "Did anybody yeah, no, go?" I was like, "Fuck hell, cooties!" That's yeah. Someone, quite a few people in my school had that. But <laughs> right, then. But then they had to call the kiss off. And I think they chatted, in the end, it, chatted, it had a massive impact on the script because in the end, yeah. uh, the person with cooties couldn't... But I always just thought cooties must mean herpes. Because, her... mate, I'll tell you now, Ron, herpes, bruv, like, herpes is a serious thing. Because if I got know herpes, herpes are... you put herpes, you
0: Tom, Tom, I know that herpes is a yeah. serious thing, OK? We can file this in a box alongside, hippos are dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no, but okay. I'm,
1: like, sometimes yeah, I don't but, know but, how... Well, I'm... Like, yeah,
0: but I... Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, you using the word cooties for, I just don't, I don't know. Like, now I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I don't know what you took. Like, there's a lot of things to think about here. One, did you hallucinate that old thing, right? Because no, that seems, was, that seems absolutely it. bananas to me. I think it was even a squashy. It was on the call sheet. This person's got cooties. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? No, it was like this person's got a condition that
1: means a kissing scene is off. And then yeah, okay, what, but that's
0: not cooties. No, okay? the cooties
1: was used a lot that, that, over that few You can't months. have been used seriously, man. Like, Mate, I reckon I somebody, if,
0: I reckon somebody said. I remember someone sprinting and going, fucking, have it.
1: you heard about so and so? Won't because you that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fucking course I have. And then I thought, wait for them to say it. And they said, yeah, they've got cooties. Like, serious? Okay.
0: Okay. I, I think somebody's trying and, to prank on you or something.
1: Mate, I will tell you now, there was no prank. Like, I remember it being at breakfast and some people were just being devastated because they were like, this this could scupper the whole of this movie. It's, yeah, you know, quite a big deal, man. So I don't know if, like, Cooties was just, like, almost a, like a more friendly name given to herpes at that point. I always thought it was herpes. And I was literally like, I've told you and explained to you, so you know. I was like, mate, fucking herpes is really dangerous because if you get it, you can't get rid of it ever. It's always with
0: you. Okay. I, I, I. Honestly, I feel like I'm just coming up on some sort of hallucinogenic or something. I, I honestly don't even know what we're talking about now. No, anyway, no. The, the. yeah, okay, fine. Cooties, somebody had cooties, all right? Fine. Yeah, okay. So, but have you given your cold to the person that you, you No, that person had a cold as well. My, my oh, issue wow. is not with the passing the cold. My issue is with sort of as the kiss happened, my nose being squ- sort of slightly squished against my face and the, I Basically, I was just snot. I think I was like sniffly, and then oh, at, but, every well, time well, well, we did,
1: did you the, go well, well, so that's more like an Eskimo kiss if you were touching noses.
0: We weren't touching noses, but what I mean is, like, you're you know, you're oh, I've, I've, I've I honestly really regret starting to talk about this at all. <laughs> no, no,
1: but if you, your nose isn't supposed to touch because, like, when you're kissing, their face is like that, and yours is
0: like that. I know what kissing is, Tom, okay. <laughs> Might be my favourite thing ever. <laughs> you just completely like, I know what kissing is, Tom. <laughs> it's the most. That might be the most virgin thing I've ever said. I bloody know what kissing yeah. is, mate. I've no, let me before. tell you something. I have, I have slogged two or three girls actually, and 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 two of them liked it. Oh God anyway the <laughs> point is i found the whole thing incredibly awkward yeah it's a horrible awkward thing yeah mm-hmm. it's really awkward anyway the other thing that we need to talk about is i i said to you when i did it like la- when i explained to you last night i did it i sminted myself yeah and then you immediately got very very upset yeah because i'm not a big fan of smints
1: i i find smints quite irritating because i think they're a fucking waste of money i think it's probably about 200 to 250 other mints that you can use that have got a better. Firstly, I'm... Airwaves absolutely fucking trump them. Uh, Murray mints are better. There's
0: so many different better mints. What do you mean they're... better? When you say better, what do you mean? They've got more of a mint release. What does that mean? But you get more mint for your money. What does that mean? What does that mean, mint release? Like, explain uh, yourself. Right. Okay. Right. You're going to, you, you're
1: like all, on, you're, you're all about the smith right when you're like doing this I look, look. It.
0: first of all I, i'm not saying i'm all about the smint i'm just saying i had a smint before i did yeah the yeah show. but you're basically saying i mean right. now suddenly i'm like yeah. i'm fucking you think i'm sponsored by smint or something
1: right like, no number shit. one i'd say smint comes in the most fucking show-offy fucking packaging ever involved in any suite because like you walk around and it's just it's like you're carrying a fucking miracle with you it's like the shaking that goes on yeah. There's no way of like getting around a fucking I set tic- or anything. I
0: think tic Tacs are getting away with this pretty lightly, basically. Yeah, well tic Tacs are like their cousins. Smint are,
1: uh, look, I'll put tic Tacs and smint in together. They're fucking the same idiot to me. It's just they've got different names, right? They're the same. Like Smint is. Smint if anything's worse because it's copied Tic Tac. At least Tic Tac can go, Well, I was original. Do you
0: know what I mean? <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, right. Well, no, had,
1: no, but at least Tic Tac was it, it was the one who started being the dickhead. And Smint right. is you know what Smint is? You know, like, when you're at school and you had someone, like, give you shit and take the piss out of you, right? And then you they had a dickhead mate who'd just stand behind them going, yeah, you're a fucking wanker, mate. And then, like, if you saw them on their own, they'd go, oh, mate, you're all right. And they'd be quite nice to you. That's Smint. If he's not backed up by a bully, he's a fucking arsehole. He's a wimp. Right? So, Smint for me. <laughs> Smint, right? I look at it. When someone's got smint, like Catherine, will have tic tacs or smint. And I said, look, we can't have these in the car. I don't want this to become a thing. But so now we have polos. What, why though? Because I'm like, you get more mint for your money.
0: What are you talking about? What are you <laughs> talking about?
1: Just by nature, right? If you, if, if I brought to you, right? I knocked on your door tonight, and you were fucking just getting out of bed, and I was like, and I met you all right, and you're yeah, and I went, I've got two burgers. One's this big, right? A mini burger. And the other one's this big, which one do you want? And they're so, both vegan. Okay, so, so,
0: the point you're trying to make is polos are bigger than smints. Is that the point you're trying yeah, to make? Yeah, and also, they're, yeah. They're so, so, why have you polo's wasted the last five it. minutes of my yeah. life talking about mint release and fucking mint Mint power? release, by the
1: way, is a fucking term more people should be using. What my point is, is it's like polo. I'd make all day long polos are fucking stealth. You can get a polo out very quiet in the cinema and go, hey, do, you want polo? do you know what I mean? Did you even hear that? Well,
0: right? you haven't got a polo. Are, right. are, are, are you doing something silently and going that you haven't got a polo right
1: or do you go <laughs> right, look i can hear you've got smints down there can you try and be quiet this is oh a great film <laughs> like, that's that smints should be banned from any social occasion okay right you can have them on your own in your privacy of your own home but then i would just say can't mate just use a toothbrush
0: yeah i mean you're sort of talking about smints like they're sort of hardcore pornography yeah <laughs> I
1: just think, right, there's so... Like, a Murray Mint is absolutely delicious. I don't know um, anyone...
0: Absolutely, it's of absolutely no surprise to me that you think a Murray Mint's <laughs> up there with the best mints because it's essentially sort of buttery and sort of toffee-ish and chewy and whatever. You've got a choice between a, a smint and a... It's like it's like going to, you. Know, do, you want a, do you want a half a cherry tomato? Do you actually, I prefer a kebab. <laughs> like, like a, a Murray Mint is a big old fucking hefty sweet. Yeah, it's a, a switch. A smint is a tiny little breath freshener.
1: Like, yeah, <laughs> Mate, a smint is just a fucking annoying little prick. I will tell you now, right, humbugs. If you were, if you literally came up to me, right, you had a pocket full of humbugs oh, and man. Oh. <laughs> Murray mint, I'd fucking shake your hand and go, "I loved you already, but I love you more dearly now than ever." And also, I don't know if you have you ever had those little toffee tubes. If, if
0: you if you came up to me and you had a pocket full of humbugs. I genuinely, I think I would say, "What the fuck is going on with you?" what <laughs> I mean, is this that's that's the thing why, I do. Why are you going around with a pocket full of humbugs, like a weird old man at a park? <laughs> no, but
1: I tell you what, this is the other thing I always rate from fucking merriments and humbugs, right? Is you can just carry them loosely around you can take them out of the big packet and go I'll just take three out with me and they're there it's just three. Whereas spince you got to take the whole packet you can't take a couple out it's not a
0: whole packet how big how big are these are you getting them from Costco are you <laughs> buying smince by the kilo no they come in, they come in a little box like yeah that. which also
1: is like literally the noisiest box in the world right i tell you that like me and you, we'll both go to the cinema. I'll have a couple of moments. Yes, since mints, right? See who annoys the
0: people around them the most. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. I could have a set of fucking maracas and some cymbals on my back, and I can tell you which one of us would be the most annoying at the cinema. <laughs>
1: you see what i'm saying
0: right yeah i guess so i mean if 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 that means we move move the conversation on then yes i see what you're saying
1: no i'm just saying that next time you're doing a big old kiss right yeah just have just have a polos that i'm you know honorable mention dispatches i've got no problem with polos polos are decent enough so yeah
0: i mean there's no reason for you to have a problem with any mints
1: (laughs) i used to always want to as a bit of a joke um To go to a party somewhere and just have like a load of like beef mints and wait for someone after the meal to go, has anyone got any mints? And then just pull that out. (laughs) (laughs) Also that could be (laughs) quite Are we doing emails today? Are we gonna do a
0: we can do. Do you want me you want to do a couple?
1: Let's do a couple of sweet. I miss, oh. I've missed the
0: emails. You know. Yeah.
1: I think we've, yeah. we've lost a bit of due diligence for that. It was the only format point we've got.
0: Yeah. Um, can I just say thanks once again to the Swan who emerged. Are you missing? Selected... Are you missing the Swan and the family? Well, I've are you just still spent in the that week... crap hole? By the way, I'm actually at the Grove. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What and room do they put uh... you in? What do you mean? It's a really nice it's room. What's that paint you? <laughs> I don't know. But what I would say is, I met a guy called Kevin who told me to say hello to you. Kevin. Yeah, he said you know him. He works there. Oh, yeah, but I know a couple of the fellas who were there. Was
1: he one of the, was he one of the um, people you walk into the main hotel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's nice. Little fella, short fella. Yeah, well. We're short on yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, short on you okay. as well. Yeah, is he, is he short on you? Yeah,
0: quite yeah, stocky. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't describe him as a short fella. Well, no, as yeah, as but as...
1: He's, yeah, he's quite stocky. I
0: wouldn't describe him as stocky, but sort of like fell within the n- normal... yeah. Do look yeah. like he could probably bench press
1: quite well? Yes.
0: Yeah, he looked yeah. look quite, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's it's got well rich. put together. Yeah, he's actually got a very sweet style. Very nice guy. Um, Can you do
0: actually, me a favour?
1: Um, yeah. To say to him tomorrow when you walk past him, just say, uh, hey, Tom says straight back at you, hello, and he'll see you very soon, my friend.
0: Well, he said you go there for lunch quite a lot. Yeah, yeah but just in case you oh.
1: see him before I do. Okay. Well, oh, I think it's quite cool. fun, see. You know what we could do is just have like a bit of a laugh with him, and then we send messages through him to each other yeah
0: yeah i think that's a be a fun game yeah let's do that you do you start yeah and then yeah. i follow up yeah, no no you start you're gonna see him tomorrow morning okay fine yeah well you can excitedly go and ask him for his message the next time you come here um okay hello wolf owl swan and cat thank you this is from the exhausted viscatcha I, oh, wow. I don't know that is and i mean i need to look can you look up Viscatcher while i'm reading this out yeah go mate uh okay Thank you for the hours of listening pleasure. I particularly like how you intertwine important socialists into otherwise hilarious chatter. It's provided me with a lot of food for thought and much needed belly laughs, which leads me on to my issue. I'd appreciate any advice. I'm at the end of my tether. My sister and her partner use ableist language, mostly the R word. Oh my God. But others too. I've asked her not to be very st- <coughs> Sorry, I've got a bit of a cough. Various degrees of politeness. But I've tried to explain to her why it's offensive. Our relationship is okay now, although in our teenage years it's very strained. I think she holds on to a lot of resentment. There, and that's why she can be so defensive at times she can be a really kind and caring person but for some reason she cannot understand why this behavior is so offensive i don't see her as often now so i don't experience it as much but when it does happen i've just started keeping my mouth shut because it isn't worth the tension and stress that follows although i can never fully relax around them as i'm just waiting for something offensive to pop out to make matters worse my daughter has severe learning difficulties and a load of complex needs and i have adhd this just adds to my guilt that I've stopped speaking up and challenging this ableist behaviour and it doesn't feel right to me that I have. Life as an SEM parent can feel like a constant fight sometimes and I just want her to be our ally. Do you have any advice on how to really hammer the point home or do I just let it go? Thank you and stay awesome, you incredible human beings. Um, Tomo.
1: Uh, by the way, it's uh, like a... This visual thing is like a cross between like a sort of rabbit and a rat.
0: Oh, okay. Lovely. Thank you.
1: Got on a nice thick tail. It's like I probably it's in the desert, sort of, like a dwelling sort of uh, stuff. I didn't read about it. I just made the assumption. Um, anyhow, uh, well, um, this, uh, this is a tough one, actually. I think we sort of talked about this sort of thing before, um, but probably more when it's sort of based around friends rather than family. So it was displaying this kind of behavior. Um, I sort of had, I had a bit of a situation like this actually quite recently, again, and sort of. Had to have a chat with someone about some the wording and some of the sort of way that they thought was quite funny or they sort of, they just didn't see, they they just saw that that was a term that they'd used for a long time and didn't see that there was any real necessity to change it, that there was no one around that they felt that would be getting offended. And by me sort of saying, I found it quite offensive, um they couldn't quite, they couldn't see why. And then they sort of, almost sort of became more, I guess more aggressively sort of using it and saying it was sort of just how they talked or just the way that they spoke. So it sort of became quite a, a, it sort of became quite a toxic situation in a way. And I sort of <clears throat> just moved away from that person and just decided that, you know, there's there's no real... Some people are just impossible to get through. And I think when it comes to your to, to your sister, is it your sister, the sister?
0: It uh, is sister and her partner, yeah.
1: Yeah. When it comes to your sister, I think it's... It depends. I think with siblings, it can be really, really difficult because I think sometimes that's all it's actually almost harder. Because if you're older, it can feel like you're talking down to them. If you're younger, it can feel like you're being a bit presumptuous and talking up to them. It can almost sometimes as well be a bit like I, I think it's, I think this is a common thing at the moment and a common thread in quite a lot of society of like, well, this is how I am and, and you can't tell me how to do and how to think. And that word isn't offensive. I'd, I'd suggest there was, um, a really incredible documentary out recently with Rosie Jones that actually, I thought it was incredible. And I think actually mm-hmm. watching something like that, which was, um, very opening and very, uh, yeah, like, like I, Yeah, for me anyway, I'd, I'd sort of suggest that sort of watching something like that and actually just, I guess, clarifying quite how hard you find it when she uses something like the R word or, you know, other, other such words and saying how you find that not just for yourself but how you find that you know with the stigma that's probably going to be attached to you know with your daughter or whoever and, and how quite how upsetting and i think sometimes if you can appeal to someone's empathy and appeal to the best part by actually just conveying quite how how hard you find that and how difficult it is when you hear such words or you know that sort of language being used i think um yeah, I, I think actually being quite honest and but being quite open and being like, you know, explain quite how much it upsets and hurts you. Hopefully, that that should break through. And if that doesn't, then you know that's quite a sad sort of state of affairs. And it kind of I don't I don't really know what else you could do apart from that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I I um, look. I I don't want to make this about race, but I know that like one of the things that you get concerned about uh, as a person of color is that white people are using sort of slurs and stuff when people of color aren't around and they're not getting called out for it and i know that like tom's i know that tom you've told me stories where you've heard that kind of language and you've called it out and it's an amazing thing to do Uh, i i think it's a complicated situation because there are two you know there's two schools of thinking on this is that some people are sort of willing to move on and and realize that these things are offensive and other people sort of take the attitude of you know you can't say anything anymore and I don't mean it like that and look it's not black and white what I do think is is this ableist language is offensive and it's horrible and it's horrific and if you get into the habit of being comfortable using it and thinking that it's okay to use it because you don't mean it in that way, it means that you are not appreciating the power that word has when it's when it's used to describe certain people. And I don't think you saying that it's not offensive to you is, is good enough, is the honest truth. I think that your sister... Uh, and her partner needs to stop fucking using that language. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like it's not nice. It's not okay. And um, I think that it's not. Look, the people that say you can't say anything more anymore is bullshit. It's like language changes, and we're in a time where, thankfully, these sort of terms are being seen as being identified as being offensive. And the very least you can do. You know, you're not even, you know, you're sort of saying you wanted to be an ally. You're not even asking her to be an ally. You're asking her to stop using offensive fucking words. Do you know what I mean? And and she needs to do that. Her and her partner need to do that. They need to stop using that kind of language. It's not funny. It's not okay. And it shouldn't be normalized. And I I just feel like, you know, I think obviously you've got skin in the game because of your daughter but if your sister can't stop using that type of language with those reasons in mind, I don't know what the fuck to say to her, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not good enough. You know, and I, and I feel like there's all sorts of words that we used to use. And like, you know, I, I, I'm being absolutely honest when I say that when I grew up, uh, it was common to use the word gay as an insult. I said, you know, like, that, is a, that is a fact of the matter. I'm of that generation that was happening. I wouldn't fucking do that now. And and I'm not going to start saying to you, oh, you can't say anything anymore. You can't say this and that. It's not it's not okay. Do you know what I mean? So, I really think your sister should stop using that language as a bare minimum, I and mean, then start looking into what's involved. And if your daughter is having is got has got learning difficulties, she needs to look into the difficulties that that people with with those kind of issues and 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 needs have to deal with. Do you know what I mean? Because you know, society isn't built to help those people as, as as much as it should be. And the very least we can do is to not use that kind of language. I'm, I just don't think it's good enough. So uh, in answer to your question, do I just keep my mouth shut? Do I hammer the point home? Look, it's easy to say, but I think every single time that... The ideal would be every single time that word is used or every single time they use that kind of language, you call them out on it. Uh, and, you know, in the same way that you were like, you're trying to train somebody. You know, in the same way that if you're trying to stop your kid using a a certain word, you're trying to stop somebody swearing or whatever or saying something offensive, every single time they say it, you call them out on it. And I think that's the way to deal with it. And if they want to use that language amongst themselves, then that's fine. But, you know, you can't stop them doing that in their own home. But at least you've made them think about it, you know, because the truth of it is, is it if they keep using it without being called out, they just think, okay, well, it's okay to use it now. And listen, I'm not saying that's the way you're going to go because it's de-energising to have to keep doing that. If they're insisting on using that language, to have to call out every single time and create a situation, it's not as easy as that. But if you're asking what I think you should do, what you should do is call out every time. If you don't, do I think you're in the wrong? No, I don't, because life's hard. And... We're all trying to maintain relationships and we're all trying to get by as best we can and If you don't, I wouldn't blame you, I wouldn't judge you, but you know the ideal would be to call it out because people go through enough shit as it is without people not just fucking checking their behavior in terms of what type of language I used to describe people, so you know that's my take on it i i I'm kind of loath to be too harsh about it because you know we're all humans at the end of the day and your sister is coming from a position of not understanding why some things are offensive. But there's two ways of looking at it. I've come across people that have used racially offensive language, but they've used racially offensive language because they didn't know they weren't supposed to say that anyway. They're of a certain age where they thought it was okay. And they're coming at it from a position of wanting to...
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've been involved not so long ago in a situation like that, and it's like, that's... How how, are you not getting that memo that certain words and certain fucking phrases and certain ways of talking to people... It's just not acceptable. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that no one's turned around to someone and gone, no, you can't say that. And I think that's, you know, like, yeah, you're right. Life is hard and, and, and life is difficult. We all have to maintain relationships. But when it comes to things like that, I find it really, really difficult that there's a line to cross. And I think within modern society, for the most part, people know what's acceptable and know what isn't. And, I, you know, maybe I'm naive, but for me, that is, that's the smallest thing that you can except that you're not in within your language and in the way you talk to people
0: using offensive slurs and description um but anyhow look good luck with it good luck with it it's it's a a difficult it's a difficult situation that you're in this is from the titillated tamarin (whistles) dear wolf and owl and the wonderful swan and cat i hope this email finds you amidst the chaos of banter and occasional owl hoot I've got a burning question that's been keeping me up at night not so not as much though as my ai chat sex bot though you see i've developed a somewhat intimate relationship with my electronic companion and i can't help but wonder is this considered cheating or am i just engaging in a high-tech form of self-love i keep it secret and nobody else knows about this my question to you sweet souls is this am i on a slippery slope to heartbreak or is this just the 21st century version of pillow talk help me out as i have a very happy marriage and the last thing I want is for that to end in an embarrassing mess. What should I do? Shall I be open about it? Awaiting your sage advice, the titillated tamarind. Hold on, what, What's what the going hell on? is an AI chat sex bot? Uh,
1: number one, it does not sound healthy. It doesn't sound healthy. But I, I, um, I'd say, I'd say, they'd nip that in the bud as soon as you can. Because I do not think that sounds like a. That's what that sounds like. Because I can only say from my point of view, I don't know about Lisa, but if Catherine caught me talking to a sex bot, you know, she would be, number one, she would absolutely destroy me, as in that is fucking pathetic. And number two, it would, I think, yeah, I think it, I don't know, it feels like, it feels like if you
0: Uh, want. Do you use pornography, Tom?
1: No, we've talked about this. No, I, Okay, I but thought, have
0: you ever used pornography since you've been of with Of course Catherine? I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay, what's, what's and did that? Catherine know that since you've been with Catherine?
1: Oh, yeah, pretty the very early stages of our relationship. Yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. So here's my
0: next question. Does she know that? Did she know that, that you were doing that?
1: No, I wouldn't openly turn around and say, yeah, yeah. but that's not personal, is it? I, I'd imagine an AI, he's saying he's conversing with it. Yeah, but it's not a real person. No, but still, if you're going off to sleep at night... Yeah, I mean, same question to you. Would you, with pornography, would you... Is that something... Well,
0: the re- the reason I'm asking is, is I think with these things... Sorry, we, we normally take turns, but we're sort of jumping into a conversation. Yeah. But, like, I feel like if you wouldn't tell your other half that you're doing this, there's probably something wrong, is what I yeah. would say. Yeah, So unless, unless you are willing to go and say to your other half, oh, by the way, just so you know, because we don't... I don't know how you'd phrase it, but because we don't indulge in enough sexy talk, I-, I regularly chat interact with an AI chat sex bot.
1: Because that's the interesting thing with pornography. I think once you're in a relationship, I think pornography is a dangerous thing. I think, like, we didn't listen to pop- a certain podcast, but I think it's a very dangerous road to take yourself down. And I think it is a really, uh, it's a dangerous thing, full stop. And I think it's, uh, but yeah, I like, agree with what you're saying. I think it's, like, something that, Certainly, once, once your relationship becomes serious, I don't think you should be looking a way to vent and go out that go out and be following that because I think you'd, you know, you're entering something that I think is a bit seedy, as you say. If, yeah. if you're finding a place to go off on your own and yeah, use pornography, it feels a bit like a fucking yeah, more of a seedy sort of way of being, I guess. But I I don't know, and I, I mean I've never up to now ever heard of an AI chatbot. No, I know what a chatbot
0: is. My kids use chatbots.
1: Yeah. So what like, is a chatbot?
0: They, it's just like a, it's like a, somebody you can interact with via text, but it's like a simulation. Do you know what I mean? So they'll sometimes like, they have these stupid ones that they have like slanging matches with. Do you know what I mean? They practice roasts with or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And, right. sort of, and this thing just generates, it's like an artificial intelligence kind of response that, that you know, that comes across as a person. So I'm assuming that I, I'd never heard of AI chatbot, sexbot until I've just read it, but I'm assuming that it is, uh, I mean, I sound like I'm protesting too much here, but I'm assuming it's somebody that sort of gives you sort of sexy chat, but it's an yeah. AI thing.
1: It feels a bit, yeah. I've got to say, I think, I think yeah, try to, like, you're, like you say, well, right? if, yeah, if you, if you feel embarrassed and you don't feel like you could want to tell your wife, then it's probably everything you need to know is right there, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. I, I think that what you need to do is you need to decide, are you going to talk to your missus about it? If you're not, then I would uh, stop using it and try and see if you can scratch that itch with your a real life partner would be my advice. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, and I'm not just saying that as, as a comedian that feels like he might be replaced by AI in the very near future. <laughs> um, good luck to you to Tamarin. later God bless you. Till later, Tamarin. Tomo. Yo, we come to the end. I think it's better than last week's. Yeah, I mean, also J- better than last week. So it'd probably be an hour of silence based on some of. the... Uh, let J T decide.
1: Up. I always let JT's yeah. review. Yeah. Um, okay, my J. Yo, 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 for the nights have begun to draw in, and the cold has swaggered round your warm body, and the smile that used to look upwards at the sun and a blue sky has re- been replaced by a frown a distinctive chattering of teeth. Be ye yo, ye yo, ye yo. The high streets are about to be full of abundance of love and laughter, for it is the time for the Christmas lights. And just the other day as I was chatting to a friend, they said, it's too early for Christmas lights. They shouldn't be put up at this time. It's too early for Christmas lights. My philosophy is they always make me smile. They always make me think that something good's coming around the corner. And the truth about life is it's always nice to think about something decent, something wholesome. There is enough things to worry about, to be scared of in this modern world. But one of those things isn't Christmas lights. For me, something that's brought up and put up with one idea, which is a celebration. One idea, which is a way of just showing a bit of excitement, a burning excitement of a day where you'll scamper down and sit around a tree and open presents. can never come too early. For me, Christmas lights should come out in May. For me, any day, there's a celebration of laughter and love. And of course, well, Jesus and all that stuff. But (laughs) the truth is, it's never too early to have a good time. It's never too early to say, hey, friend, look up there. That's a goddamn wreath and it's made. But, yeah.
0: well you know what i would say is, if, if anything it's good to have evidence that you don't think of these in advance
1: <laughs> i've got to say that uh i actually had a few other ones and in those two emails i found very sort of like they sort of took the wind out of my cells a little bit
0: mm.
1: what sort of took so, the wind out of sails? They, they were great emails they're incredible yes yeah. but they, they gave me food for thought and i think i've sat here thinking about the emails sure and actually i found them quite distracting
0: okay so, I'm yeah sorry about that yeah but jt uh, can
1: snip and, and make that sound yeah, was, um
0: sure now last week's song. episode i uh chose a song that was um an old school classic i've picked another one actually this week wow. i came across it you know when you get reminded of a song yeah uh jt can you play us out with level 42's lessons in love it's oh an God. absolute banger. your brother was playing this yesterday just dressing room.
1: are you joking no, no he's playing in the dressing room. Oh, last do night. you know
0: why? I sent it to him.
1: Yeah. yeah. We all danced. Me, Gratis, Dennis, and your brother. It was a okay. fucking great moment. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh,
0: guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this more than the last one. I'm sorry if you didn't. What are you doing, Tom? This is my new thing for to start off as the wolf.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. It's been two years, and he's decided that he's going to do a wolf sound uh, to close out the podcast. No, you've got to go.
1: go. Cuckoo,
0: cuckoo. cuckoo, cuckoo. Yes, well, that's isn't it. That's, what, that's an owl, isn't it? That's a cockerel. <laughs> anyway, look, we haven't got time to get into this. See you later, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Peace.